This future CEO's conversation is brought to you by Careers24. Careers24.com. Get a career you can be proud of. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, everybody. Is everybody okay? Okay, welcome to Future CEOs panel discussion here. Lyrics 2016. My name is Tubin Boya Arnold and... My name, <laughs> I need to say it as well as you do. My name is Gareth Armstrong. Just very, very quickly, the rules, there are no rules. Actually, um, <laughs> It's an interactive discussion, this, so please, if you've got questions, we have a mic that's going around, so please ask your questions, take lots of notes. There's something that I learned once and it's, I hear and I forget, I see and I remember, I do and I understand. Let's get into this though. Let's get into this. So, um... The session before this, we had a great discussion with a great couple of panelists, and we're talking about career pathing. And ladies and gentlemen, this morning, our second panel discussion is all about promotions and all the questions that you have about it, all the questions on, on why the hell have promotions keep on missing my time. So first up on my left, I've got Usis Mosima from Talent Africa, and then the beautiful and gorgeous, not that you aren't. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Not that you aren't. Believe you me. Good save. <laughs> Good save. Janice Wagner from Edge. Thank you so much for joining us. You're consistently in studio at Future CEOs, and this, that's a punt to listen to us. Future CEOs, Cliff Central, two to three on a Thursday, or you can download our podcast. It is Women's Month, so it's quite fitting to speak about promotions, especially when it comes to being females in any specific industry. So would you like to kickstart the panel discussion? I shall, and I'll defend all of us men, because us men also want to be promoted. So <laughs> <laughs> let's just get a little bit of that going here. How many people in the room are frustrated because they voted in the last year? Maybe what, what? before we even start, you know, when you ask the question about people that are eligible for promotions and they're not getting them, I actually looked at one of the people from my office. I wanted to see... If ah. he'll raise his hand, I was going to ah. strangle him up. <laughs> Good job. Good job. What, what are the reasons people are passed over for promotions? What, what's going on? You know when you're not going to get a promotion. And half the time, people want to act naive. My wow, belief that's is a great that point. even before you get performance appraised, you need to appraise. The question is, do you get at the understanding of where you're supposed to be, how to get there, and have you put together the instruments of getting there? And they are in denial because you know human nature allows you to have the blaming game. Okay, hold on. How many of you guys are in denial here? This is an interesting point and I, I think we must get an opposite. Do you agree with that at all? Um, okay, my take is you're not, getting, you're not getting promoted because you may be great at your job that you're doing right now. But are you right for the next level? Do you have the qualities that you nice need point. to take you to the next level? It's not just about time in a role. It's not just about getting it done. Also, what type of relationships have you built in the organization? Do they see you as someone that's reliable, hardworking, someone they can't do without? That's what's going to get you ahead. At the same time, we have to be be realists. There's barriers to entry. If they're looking for a degree and you don't have a degree, are you going to get that promotion? Look at what the next role entails. Do you have the skills and the experience for the next role? Just, just to add on that, I don't believe that companies promote for skills only. You know, I ran an interview and I had a clear brief. The client was looking for black females. And I said to all the candidates that I was interviewing, I said to them, bear in mind that you're competing against CAs like you, and they're all black and they're all females. So the question is, what is it that the client would prefer you 
above oh, the rest of the wonderful, people. Wonderful, wonderful. Attitude. Wonderful. Okay, so you say attitude, attitude. is one of the differentiators. Yep. I, I like this idea of, and I must go to back to attitude in, in just a moment. We'll talk about some characteristics and other things that people do look for. But this idea that we don't always consciously go into a room knowing who the people are that we're trying to sell ourselves to. Talk about that for a short moment. Phoebe, you've got a lot of experience here because you go into auditions. Do you always know who you are auditioning to? You know what I've learned through future CEOs is always do your homework, always do your research. I mean, guys, there's Google, you know. You know the people's names. You know what kind of industry they're in. So find out what they like. You know, smother them with your information about what you did behind the scenes because that shows a bit of homework that you did in yourself. That shows real interest. That's about the job that you want and how close you are to the potentials of being in that industry and that you know the things that aren't openly available to everybody else. So that means you're taking things pretty seriously and separating yourself from everybody else. And I think that for me is really what's worked. And just going in there with a relaxed attitude and and ambiance because now you're playing on their leveling field. You know what I mean? You're equals. And I love that. At the end of the day, I walk out of the audition. I don't always get the role. But I walk out of that audition being authentic and being comfortable in their space. And that's all I want and that I did my best. I think it also depends. We need to be able to differentiate between the levels. At a junior level, what would work for you at a junior level might not work for you at a top level. Correct. At a top level, the question is, we're looking, as a CEO, we're looking for the face of the organization. You might know the names of the board members. You might know everything about your organization. But the question is, can we trust you? I wouldn't want to be led by someone who doesn't even have the charisma to represent me. I don't want to be led by someone who can't really present appropriately. I don't want to be led by someone who's waffling. So it depends. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Again, we're going into this characteristics Love discussion. That. Janice, do you have characteristics that you can add? Or maybe we should I want separate. to take a, take a step back. Yes. I think just on what you said, mm-hmm. if we're talking about going for external interviews, I don't think anyone should go for an interview until, and, unless you've done the research on the client. Yep. Yes. Who's interviewing you? Have you gone onto LinkedIn? You want to get onto a human level with that person. Yes. So I say to my executives, if they are cycling and you cycle, bring it in. Bring the human element. Talk about cycling. What we do... Every time we try and have people on the show, it is, we stalk them. Stalk away. (laughs) (laughs) But but we must. I mean, I think what we do, go onto social media, look at everything, and then we connect with them before the show. We do a number of different things to make them comfortable, don't we? Yeah. I I, I love the the social media. Normally, before I even headhunt a person, I'll quickly check them on LinkedIn. And half of them, those that are edgy, would drop me a message to say, Musima, you just invited me. Do you want to talk? And I would say, wow, this is going to be an easy sell. Uh-huh. <laughs> I immediately had a hunt. But normally, like, like you say, it's easier to get onto the social media and get to understand a bit about the place you're going to. And I mean, I, I did an assignment and one of my best candidates was so unprepared for the interview, I wanted to die. Yeah. What we do is we would email you information of the panel members and the panel members were coming from overseas. One of them was one of the board members of the organization. And the candidate did absolutely no research. And that, I tell you, didn't go well. Mm. There are going to be people that are in junior positions. There are yes. going to be people in senior, senior positions. positions. Let's talk junior first. And let's just talk about strategies and things that we can uh, do. I don't see a difference. 
you don't see a difference. I don't see a difference. If you're a junior, you do a senior, you do the exact same amount of research for any interview. You're an accountant, you're going for a financial position, have you pulled the financials of the clients off the web? Do you know what their turnover is? Do you know their bottom line? They ask you that question, do you have any questions? I hate it when candidates ask, what's your strategy? Didn't you read it on the net? Mm. Ask them something pertinent. Mm -hmm. See what's happening in the press. Show them that you've thought about working at them. Mm. So for me, there's no difference between an executive and a junior. You must do the same amount of legwork to get that job. Mm. Questions, questions, questions. Maybe we can differentiate between an internal promotion and an external move. Okay, nice. Internally, yes. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. So internal promotion and yes. an external move. Yes. yes. Okay. So with an internal promotion, number one, a lot of organizations would look at somebody that is always willing to take more without wanting to be paid more. The minute you portray an element of forever going for money, a lot of times executives lose interest in you. Nice. Externally, that hit home, but uh, considering our last conversation, correct? Yeah, yeah, some of you were there. Yeah. Yes. Externally, it's more about understanding what the role is all about, the organization is all about, and sitting back and saying, the fact that they're looking, it means there's a challenge. What solutions am I bringing to that organization? Exactly. I, yeah. I like that a lot. Janice? So, already see what would the challenge be, and that can be your question. Really what is happening every time there is either a promotion on the table or some kind of division that's opening up, there's a question being asked by that manager or the organization, and it is, what is the challenge? There is a question that I need answered. I can't answer it. I need to fill it with someone that can. So, you must go in being able to really know what that question is. We do have a question here. No. Hi, my name is Tidi. I've actually got two questions. You just mentioned about internal positions without the money. But then what are the cons of overextending yourself? What about um, saying being the yes guy, but no promotion still? My second question is that there are those managers who feel they are intimidated by not even the same colleagues. There's also that um, ego stroking that some people want before they can actually get their promotion. I'm a junior, so what can you say to help me as a junior in my two questions? Let me start with your second question and then maybe you'll take the first one. I believe there's nothing like pleasing too much in an organization. What do you mean? Yeah. What I mean is when you do something that you enjoy doing, you're not pleasing anyone. That is the difference. You need to internalize it and show that it's coming from within. Ask any of the people to assist me in the office. I can tell the ones that are doing it just because they're just buying my face. And I can tell those that are doing it because they're enjoying doing it. Remember, organizations are always planning to have executives that will take over tomorrow. You don't want a pleaser to take over tomorrow. You want someone that has associated with the organization to take over. You're talking about a scenario where the leader is quite mature. What happens when there is, and Janice, maybe we can redirect this into you. What happens in a situation where the leader is immature, they do want to have... Their ego stroke. Their ego stroke. So So what happens in that situation when there there really is a promotion that's eluding you as a result? Okay, so, I mean, it is what it is your boss is going to promote you. So you're going to have to build a relationship with your boss of some sort, and it would be a sincere relationship. So they need to be able to see that, you know, you're sincere, you want the job, you're there for a particular reason, and you're going to have to build relationships right through the organization. So after your boss, you need to build with the, the person that's more senior than you, maybe even sitting in the role you want, because you need them to mentor you into that role, right? 
And over and above that, then you need to look at building relationships with everyone in the organization. Mm. So Janice, it was, uh, uh, it was you know, down to trust. Yeah, correct. If correct. you are trusted, it becomes easier for you to move. Yeah. I, I once said to a girlfriend that I'd rather be trusted than loved. I didn't end well. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, if I'm agreeing with you. I agree with you. I'm available. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So it's here. Okay. Um, next question. Okay. Okay. Based on what you just said now, is there any way that a manager can challenge the person? Just tone down your ego because what we're trying to do is to build you up maybe to the next position. I think that way it works two ways. If it's only going to work if you're sincere. And you yes. think with trust, sincerity, and integrity. Yes. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Okay. And I just want to add on that. You are right. There are situations where an immature manager would want to overlook a prominent staff member just because of uh, insecurity. A, yeah, there's a fear. Yeah. And half the time, if the senior manager cannot identify that, that is why coming to lose on good employees because a supervisor who had a bit of a, whatever, lack of confidence, overlooked a good employee. It does happen. But, I mean, if you've been overlooked for a promotion, I think you first have to let go of that negativity. Yes. yes. If you don't let yes. go of that negativity, the next interview you go to, I'm telling you, they can feel it. Wow. My clients can feel when you're desperate and you're desperately looking for wow. a job. Wow. It, is, it is what it is. Mm. So if we give that... They can feel it. They can feel it. Oh Even my we God. do. How many times do you have a candidate that phones you eight times a day? Have you found me a job yet? And based on that, you don't you even know? put them on shortlist. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're going to have to reframe it. You, you're going to get, you didn't get that promotion. Reframe it for yourself. Increase on sure. the skills that you have. Work on the strengths that you have. If you can't get over the negativity, most of your companies have wellness departments. Go to the wellness department. And then, this is the part I hate because I hate negative feedback. But go to peers, go and ask, go ask your boss, why didn't I get the promotion? What was it? Mm. And then the next question is, do I stay or do I go? Nice, nice. So within an organization, ladies, and maybe we touched on this, who are the people that we should create valuable relationships with? Yeah, who are the it, people? It's not just one person, right? People. And maybe this goes to your question as well, which is sometimes we isolate the relationship uh, it's very vertical, just the manager. But there are other people around the organization, surely. Is that correct, Mosima? Number one, you have to have a relationship with your boss. That's number one. Having a relationship with your boss, I'm not saying you must be friends with him or her. You just need to understand what your boss requires. I always say, never focus on your boss's negativity. Understand the positive part of them and make sure that you become a helping hand correct. where they fail. Love that. Mm. Because when you make your boss shine, he will always know that you are always on his back. So the boss is the one person. Are there people that we should have relationships with? For me, it's everyone in the organization. That's how I see it. I see the person that's more senior than you, you can learn from them. The person that's at the same level as you, build a relationship. Because you don't want them to think you're a jerk. They need to want to help you on your journey. Yes. They need to want to collaborate with you. They want to be in your team. Yeah. I think we, we once had a conversation around this on the show where we spoke about how there, there must be people that are your ambassadors, your supporters and your ambassadors. And so when your boss goes and speaks to their colleague, they must be able to say, actually, maybe you're looking yeah. at it wrong. And they can have that conversation at that level because they're peers. 
And so move around the organization and find the right people. Okay, so managers, pets, do we really have to behave that way for promotion? Do we really not have to behave that way? Or is there a gray area? You know, there was a guy, he, he's a client, and he said to me, he promoted the one guy just because this one was the only person that could end up against him in front of everyone. Wow. So he said, the rest of my executive team were my pets. Yeah. And this one, he became my best. Yeah. Just put a disclaimer in there. I love I, that. I'll do it for you. What love we're not that. saying is stand up and uh, take on your boss in front of you. <laughs> That's not what we're saying here. So don't do that. But, but, but consider a way that That's you can stand up to them and add your input. You're there. You're, you're part of the team. There's a disclaimer for you. Otherwise, they're going to say, well, Seema, she, she told us to do this. <laughs> I comment. agree exactly with what you're saying. You have to stand for what you believe. If your manager is mature enough and you disagree with what he's saying and you say, well, this is my view, I'm not asking you to go be aggressive, but you know, be able to explain your view with examples. You know, you're going to get better buy-in. So the most important thing is to be a performer. 100%. If you perform in your company, it becomes easier for you. But if you are not a performer and you open your mouth, we start to performance manage. Yes. Yes. These are good insights. I hope everyone's writing these. This is like hardcore. This, this is the real deal. We are running out of time. Okay. Do you want to stand up and introduce yourself quickly? Okay, cool. My name is Nyasha. Thank you. Just a quick one. Earlier on, you mentioned something about skill set. I just wanted to find out what surpasses what? Is it the attitude that surpasses um, your skill set when it comes to being promoted? If a company is looking at appointing a CFO, they're definitely looking for a chartered account. You can't come in uh, with an experience of being a security guard and say, I've got the best attitude and I'll do the job. It's not going to work. So they go hand in hand. I guess there's a good indication as well of where you sit with your skills and maybe even your attitude. If you're in the room, if they've invited you into a meeting where they are looking to promote you, that's really telling you where your skill is at. I think we forget this. If you're looking for that promotion, does anyone in the organization know you're looking for a promotion? Have you made it known? Have you applied for jobs internally? Have you looked at the roles? No one's going to know you're looking for a promotion unless you make it obvious. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. A final thought, Janice. A final thought, Masima. A final thought, Subi. Number one, have the positive energy. Love it. Are you writing this? Yeah, no, no. I can Are we see keeping stuff it going. here? I can see stuff Something. Going. Take it in. Take it home. Preach. Be the return on investment for your organization. Have the positive attitude. Be creative. Have the ability to look ahead. And the last one, be realistic. Okay, so Alexander Forbes says there's 10 characteristics that will get you the job. Yeah. So I'm going to give you some of those 10 characteristics. Yeah. So are you strategic? Wow. Can you communicate well? Wow. Have you got business acumen? Are you directed at the same goal? Teamwork. Do you inspire your staff? Do you champion change? Do you have a final thought that you'd like to share? I'm going to download the podcast because this was a really informative and inspirational conversation and it's really applicable to our lives starting tomorrow. Correct? Uh, today. We, we just heard the today. last, last thing. Identify a mentor. Yeah. Mentorship is yeah. the best. And there's definitely a difference between coaches and mentors. Definitely. Again, we spoke about this last year. Go download the podcast. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for your questions. Thank you so much. The beautiful and gorgeous <laughs> and inspiring and encapsulating Mosima from Talent Africa and Janice Wagner from Edge. Thank you so much, everybody. This Future CEO's conversation is brought to you by Careers24. Careers24.com. Get a career you can be proud of. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com.